Hi, everyone. Welcome to the North American Weed Tour podcast. We're on season two, episode 29. I am a guest host today. I'm Erin, the host of Grow and Tell, our podcast that we have on Thursdays at 2 p.m. about cultivation and growers and genetics and whatnot. But I'm super excited to be here today talking with Maria Munson from High Point Cannabis in Kingston, Washington. She was recently featured in the Northwest Leaf magazine, and she's here to talk to us today about all things dispensary, um, all things meeting medical patients, right? And all things, um, all, all the things that cannabis has done for her in her world. So Maria, thank you so much for joining us. Would you like to give us a little introduction on who you are and what you're about? Yes, thank you for having me. I'm pretty yeah. excited. I yeah. got to work and Mitch was on the phone with one of the guys that I work with and asked if I would do the call. So yeah, I do the medical stuff at High Point. It's it's fun. It's entertaining. Um, yeah. People are pretty, pretty awesome out there. Good. So I'm glad to be here with you guys. Yeah. And Kingston is such a fun town. There's the, the ferries in Kingston for everybody who's watching not from Washington State. Kingston's a really small town. There's a ferry that goes through there, right? Like, and it's very adorable. There's one road, one stoplight, <laughs> one gas station. Yeah, dude. So I imagine you see a whole bunch of different types of people, people who are like just passing through. But the ones that, you know, you really make a connection with sounds like are the ones that are local, right? Of course. Yeah. They're yeah. there on a regular basis. Yeah. So um, I think it's, yeah, we'll get into that, but let's go let's go further back, I guess, and let's uh, hear about how you started using cannabis and like what your original experience with cannabis was. I um, woke up one day. It was Easter morning, and I was 29, and I couldn't see. Um, and come to find out, after a lot of stuff, I had multiple sclerosis. And my little brother, whom I was really upset with, tried to convince me I wanted to use cannabis, mm -hmm. and I basically told me it was crazy um, because drug addiction runs really deep in our family. And I actually am a chemical dependency counselor. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Yeah. so I thought he was nuts, but then I was having so many problems with my MS. I finally gave in. Mm -hmm. He won the dope cup award for blasting CBD oil for wow. me for my MS. Yeah. Um, and it, he gave me a cookie one day and it made me like not be in pain and not be miserable. Yeah. And so, I oh signed up God. right away. <laughs> wow. Said, okay, let's make this work. So um, maybe this is a ridiculous question, but did you, you regained your vision or you're not? Yes. It okay. took 30 days, 30 oh days goodness. of my first initial um, MS episode. It was wow. kind of crazy. I was at in university yeah. finishing up my degree yeah. and my daughter, who was about nine at the time, was having to read all my exam questions to me because I couldn't see the computer. Wow. So oh luckily God. she's good in science. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And she also helped you set up this whole, uh, yes. This the whole, so the whole shout thing. out to your daughter. She's coming in. Excellent. All over the board. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's crazy. I mean, it's awesome that you have such a, a strong support system from your family and that your brother, awesome. you know, really pushed cannabis, pushing cannabis is like such a weird thing to say, but <laughs> Really encourage you to try cannabis. Um, I didn't personally realize that MS was episodic, like similar to yes. polio, right? Okay, so you have some good days, you have some bad days. So there's 
two different kinds. Some is yeah. like that, and some is pro some people have progressive MS, and so mm. it's kind of just gets. I'm kind of both. Yeah. So it progressively gets worse, but I have episodes where it's worse, worse. Wow. Wow. We're. My goodness. So, uh, well, I'm really glad that that cannabis helps you. Um, it's it's a really it's a it's an impressive molecule. And were you always buying your cannabis from uh, the shop that you work for now, or is that like a newer thing that you you went to the to work there? So in the beginning, my brother worked at one of the medical dispensaries. Oh, and cool. so I was getting stuff from there. And back in the farmer market days when it was kind of easy and nice. Yeah. Um, and I learned how to make my own stuff because the therapeutic dose is like yeah. a gram a day of RSO. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's expensive to buy. But now, of course, I've been at the shop for about four years now, and mm -hmm. I've bought it from there ever since I started. Excellent. We always try and keep clean products on the shelf, mm -hmm. you know, so whatever's going in your body and through your liver doesn't have toxins and stuff in it. So and with with RSO, that's like there's a lot of a residual or an opportunity for residuals. Right. So, you know, purging off the butane properly, purging off whatever the ethanol property properly. That's such a big component of it. So do you guys use do you guys carry Skagit organics? Is that we who do? Yeah. <laughs> we carry Skagit and we also have Fairwinds. Shout out to but yeah, we have organics. There's those so seven packs of the of the Skagit RSO. Beautiful. I know. <laughs> So good. I don't personally use it, but my medical customers at my dispensary love it. Yeah, they're they're all about it. And the people who run that company are so nice. I've loved so working nice. with Angela. I've loved working with Claude, like everybody. So yes. shout out to them for sure. That's awesome. Absolutely. So cannabis helps with pain. Cannabis helps with what other aspects of your MS, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah. So some days I'm on a cane. You know, mm -hmm. I have to use a cane because my mobility becomes just difficult. Um, in mm -hmm. other days, you know, I have a hard time with the with bladder control. It's um, yeah. it becomes an issue when you have a relapse and stuff. But if I mm -hmm. make sure that I'm taking enough RSO, and yeah. I take a very high dose of CBD RSO, yeah, um, it seems to kind of just keep me in check. I haven't actually gone to see my doctor in a really long time nice. so, because whenever I go, he tries to give me more drugs and they just make me extra sick. That is, yeah, capitalism in medicine right there for you. So damn, dude. Well, that's, I mean, I'm glad that RSO is working for you. Do you dabble in the minor cannabinoids as well as like CBD? Do you do the CBG? Do you the do CBGs, the, CBN? the CBN, yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like but, to have all my cannabinoids in order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the, oh, sorry. I shouldn't swear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, cool. Um, let's see. How does, yeah, this is a great question. Mitch wrote these questions, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to pretend that I wrote these questions. He's the mastermind behind this. Um, how does having MS impact your interactions with patients and customers? So, Tell me a little about I that. think that it makes them trust me a little bit more because mm -hmm. it's one thing when you're completely healthy to say to somebody, CBD helps for pain or you know, whatever. It's yeah. another thing to say, you know, I feel like I have battery acid being poured down my spine on a regular basis. And if I take this, it makes it feel better. They're like, oh, maybe that'll work for me too. <laughs> so it, it gives you a level of believability that's hard to get <laughs> otherwise. You are quite a uh, specimen of just positivity, considering you feel like there's battery acid being poured down your, your spine. So, wow. It's okay. It's not every day. <laughs> it's not every day. Okay. Well, good. Every I can't day. hear that. I can't hear Yeah. Wow. I cannot imagine 
dealing with that level of pain. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I, in my experience too, like customers just want to know how to feel better, you know? And if they've had a bad experience with cannabis in the past, convincing them to try, um, you know, CBD or some other alternative option, that's not like a high dose of THC, trying to just like bring them back gently into this space, you know, I don't, do you know how many milligrams the, the cookie was that your brother originally gave you? Yeah. I know that it had a hundred milligrams of CBD mm-hmm. and 50 milligrams of THC, which was way more THC than I ever needed considering yeah. that I, but he was done. He was yeah. completely done. I'd been put in the hospital. I had had IV after IV and he was like, you are taking a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were going to do it. So yeah. And I would I- never recommend that as an opening dose to anyone, by the way. <laughs> No, I think that's great. I think that, you know, from experience that like, it doesn't need to be that high. And we know from a biological standpoint as well, that you can upregulate your receptors if you keep a very low dose, right? Like you don't need to develop a tolerance to these molecules. If you're mindful about your dosing, unlike opioids and other things like that, which you immediately become chemically dependent on. You know, I think that's, I think that's awesome. I love that we are seeing more 50 to one edibles, more, you know, higher CBD back, like what we had a little bit, like what we had in medical, although a much better dosing system and a much better testing system, but much more, uh, wellness focused products is what I've been calling them. Mm. You know, tinctures that are mindfully made and edibles that are mindfully made. And of course, RSO that's made ethically and with clean material. It's, that's always going to be a go-to for a lot of medical patients, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what other products other than RSO do you personally recommend for medical patients? Are there any go-tos that you have? There's one. There is a FECO cap that Fairwinds makes, and it's a 50 milligram CBD, 50 milligram CBG, 2 milligrams THC. Wow. It's amazing. Wow. I take it with my breakfast and with my yeah. dinner. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And that just like makes everything feel better. And, and oh, yeah, you need about a hundred milligrams of CBD in your life a day anyway, for it to really show up in blood tests. So, yeah. it, I mean, not that you're not getting benefits before that, but right. so I try to make sure that, you know, I'm getting I mean, all my cannabinoids. Right. Exactly. As I feel like as long as you're not like overloading your liver, those mm-hmm. molecules can't really be, you know, too they're not bad neurologically, at least they're like, yeah. we're not you know, getting high or stoned or, or like, you know, foggy from them. So that's really cool. Yeah. I, I always recommend CBG for happy. Yeah. The CBG for happy is great too. And you really only need a few milligrams of the CBG yeah. for that. So that's excellent. Yeah. Um, so at high point, let's talk a little bit about high point itself, the store, what are some of the most popular brands or products at high point? Um, right now, for our vape carts, the infused are definitely going crazy because everyone's loving the disposable that you can actually draw on and doesn't get clogged. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a nice um, <laughs> Yeah. Everyone's really liking the rosin from um, Pacific Northwest, or not the flower from Pacific Northwest growers and yeah. the rosin from the roots, guys. Pacific mm. Northwest the roots or the oh, Pacific Northwest roots. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, people also really were, uh, are, liking the shots, you know, the little, um, you know, yeah. $10 shots. Everybody's loving those green revolution, green rev, the green revs, the ones that we carry. Yeah. Those, the shots are good. And then soul shine just came out with a bubble hash shot. Yes. We just got those in. Yeah. We need to try that. Cause we, 
like a week ago, maybe got them on the shelves and I haven't had one yet. They all get you stoned. Let me tell you, they, they really, they have a little bit more staying power. I definitely okay. think that we're learning that the type of, um, THC that we're putting into these drinks, right? Like either holds on a little bit longer or dissipates more quickly. Your body processes them more quickly. It seems like bubble hash is definitely like in the rosin uh, edibles. Those ones seem to hold on longer than like a distillate edible. And I don't know necessarily what that is. Um, probably minor cannabinoids would be my speculation, but yeah, they're pretty good. The only thing is it's like, you can see that there's bubble hash in them. Right. Like, bubble hash isn't like soluble. It doesn't like dissolve. It's like. <laughs> I use bubble hash in my edibles when I make, make edibles yeah. at home too, though, yeah. or I'll use um, RSO. I don't like using distillate. It upsets mm. my tummy. Yeah, it can be a little, well, it's like super powerful. So yeah. that's, you know, another aspect of it, but yeah, distillate can, there's a product for everyone, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we'll, we'll tell you, we'll find I like to dab distillate. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's great for that. That's what I mean. That's what most cartridges are made out of. So of course. It's oh, and a strawberry cough distillate mixed with a white chocolate makes the white chocolate taste like strawberry candy, just so you know. Okay. Well, I have to go back to my store real quick and see if I have those options. It's fairly fantastic. Oh, man. No, that's um, – and have you seen, too, have you seen – at least in other dispensaries, what I've noticed is there's, like, been a big shift towards uh, the convenience market. So, like, like you said, disposables and drinks, the shots especially, the shots. like, two ounces – but also, um, like, way more pre-rolls than I've ever oh, seen. Yeah. And pre-roll packs. Which we it sell huge pre-roll packs. They are yeah. so popular. We go through them so fast. Yeah. Especially the 100% flower ones. People don't, yep. they just, yeah. Yeah. I'm lazy. I get it. Yes. I don't want to roll either. No, we're all busy <laughs> is what it is. Yes. It's like, if you want to push this culture on us of like nine to five weekend mm -hmm. warrior, like, guess what? I'm going to buy a jar of joints because it takes me a little while to roll. And like, yeah, I can roll, but. It also could just like be pre-packed for me, and that's yep. and especially if it's not more expensive anymore because it really doesn't. Right, seem that and that's more expensive. Yeah. It's like I might as well get seven grams already rolled up for me versus mm -hmm. trying to roll seven grams. For well, myself. and Walden does the half ounce jars, and um, and they have a really, really, really nice CBD some yeah. free rolls, and that's I have like five jars sitting by my where I smoke at. Yeah. And so I have all the colors and then the wellness jar. And yeah. then I buy the little half packs that look like a little cigarette pack and I just fill them into the right color that they match with. And so that's actually what I smoke Yay. most of the time. Oh, you like refill your packs. So that's so yeah. like reduce, reuse, recycle. That's oh, I love that. I love that. You can recycle the cardboard. You absolutely can. Yeah. You absolutely can. And, and then I don't have all those little tubes around. Yeah. Walden and Walden is a great company. They grow they very clean product. They're clean green certified. Right. Mm -hmm. And they do have a lot of CBD options, which I don't think every dispensary picks up their CBD options, but I'm always glad to hear that people are picking them. They go through a lot of CBD purple. joints. Yeah. Oh yeah. CBD joints have been growing in popularity since I started working in the dispensary. We carry more and more and more. And it used to just be Raven grass that had CBD right. options. And now it seems like more and more uh, vendors are bringing on the CBD options. So that's really cool to see as well. Do you have a favorite CBD strain? I like right now they have, we have Pennywise and I want to say it's a whole, it's a Hawaiian something. It's, it's not a diesel, I don't think, but it's a Hawaiian 
CBD one and it's a 20 to one. It's awesome. Yeah. Like I love the flavor on it. Yeah. Um, and it just feels nice. It's, you know, just, I like well, it. strains are great. Why? It's like, like a little, little it's like a little dessert. Little, yeah. It's like a little Mai Tai. It's like yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I would say, you know, I know you didn't ask, but I'm trying to now think of what my favorite CBD strain is. I think I'm really into the Kokomo right now, which is a Raven okay. CBD blend. Where do you get that? Or who grows that? Ravengrass. I think it okay. is, is. I think it's a blend, right? Because Ravengrass has CBD strains that they mix with their THC strains to create different ratios. And I'm pretty sure Kokomo, I could be misreporting this, but I'm pretty sure Kokomo is a Maui mixed with like uh, maybe the light. Or one of those okay. really heavy CBD ones. Um, but it seems to be similar, like, vibes. It's a sativa-ish, sativa-adjacent CBD experience. So They grow a silver tip that I really like. The silver tip is good. Yeah. And you know what? Everybody sleeps on their Labrador, but I think it just it tastes like a Christmas tree. Labrador, it, we don't carry the brand, so but the dispensary right by my house does? Yeah. Okay. So you got to go somewhere else to get it? Yeah. yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You can't carry every brand. That's you just can't. the reality. We you only can't. have like 500 square feet of retail space right now, but we are building a store. So, <laughs> oh, excellent. Oh, congratulations. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, let me see what other questions Mitch wrote for us because we're just like <laughs> talking about weed. Um, so, being in a commuter town, how often do you see customers right after they get off work or right after they get off the ferry? We have a really, really close relationship with the local people that work in our area. <laughs> yeah. They they are generally there. You know, we close at ten o'clock. Yeah. So at nine forty, about nine forty, I get a phone call from people that are on the ferry coming over from Edmonds. Yeah. Are you guys going to be open? And I'm like, listen, I never, ever, I promise, anyone listening, I promise, I never ever lock the doors before ten o'clock. I'm the closing yeah. supervisor four nights, yeah. three or four nights a week. Yeah. Never close the, the door early, but they're, they're always making sure that we're open still. Yeah. And I'm like, if I see your cars, even if I see you pulling in at nine 59, I'm never going to lock the doors. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. No. Yeah. No, no I'm I, not going to do that to you. It's totally the same thing for me. I like holidays are my both favorite and least favorite. So like Thanksgiving, for example, I'll tell everybody we're closing it too. Guys, I'm serious this year. We're closing at two. But I inevitably don't lock the doors till three, right? Because we're all stoners and everybody's right. like, oh, Aaron said we're closing at two. Like, we got to get there. And it's 2.15. <laughs> and then, like, you know, another set of cars rolls in at 2.30. And it's like, okay, guys, don't worry. I want everybody to get their green weed. I want everybody to get, you know. The I mean, they have to go spend time with their family. Absolutely. I don't want to do that sober. I don't know. I don't want to do that sober either. So I wouldn't make you do it. It'd be yeah. great if you could come on Wednesday. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Can you go on Wednesday? We try and put big sales on the win the day before yeah. the holiday. Green Wednesday is the second highest selling day for dispensaries in Washington State. It's the second Crazy. biggest. I did day not know because, that actually. Yeah, yeah. It's a big. I work it every year. I should know that. You should know. You should know. Okay. Yeah. So I like. I think sales absolutely should start on that Wednesday because. You want to make sure people get their products so that they can eat the biggest, fattest Thanksgiving dinner that's ever been consumed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's irresponsible not to. Yeah, it is literally irresponsible not to. Um, we actually oh. take volunteers for holidays. So we, yeah. 
we'll close on a holiday if uh, on, on Christmas. We'll close oh, yeah. Christmas if we don't have volunteers and Thanksgiving. But we always yeah. have volunteers for the day because yeah. we people go in and hang out with their friends that show up. And so yeah. we're open normally. I actually have like uh, not 50 percent anymore, but um, a really equal balance of different religions amongst my team. So it's like if I need to be open for a Christian holiday, it like doesn't really matter because it's a Christian holiday. And guess what? We're not all Christian. <laughs> I'm Middle Eastern and yeah. I'm Catholic. So it's fun. I try and get Eid, Ramadan and Christmas off. In my yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have quite a few people who are Jewish. And so they're yeah. celebrating, you know, and it's like, do you know how hard it is to find Hanukkah decorations so you can decorate the shop for Hanukkah? Try like, finding you know, decorations too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's hard. I it's can't difficult. even imagine. No, dude. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else did Mitch ask us? Oh, what do you feel most customers at your shop care about? Brand, quality, or price? That's an interesting question. That is a good question. And mm -hmm. it kind of depends on their age. Ooh. And and that's not always an across the board thing. Yeah. But, you know, people have more disposable income as they get older, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. And then they get to a certain age where they're in retirement. And so they again go back to not having quite as much money. But yeah. they they and so at that point they want something like the medical customers that are, you know, the over 65 age. Yep. Even if they have money, they know that they don't have to spend that much money. And so they want something that is a not just a good deal, but that isn't going to hurt them. You know, they want something that's completely pesticide free, whatever they can get that's the cheapest pesticide free option. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas people that I'm I'm 41, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so people that are right around my age. Yeah. They're kind of more in the give me whatever's expensive because I feel like it's going to be worth more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then, you know, there's my brother and sister's age range that my brother still has three little kids at home. He just wants the ounce of joints that's going to be, or the ounce of flour that's going to be $25 so he can just go home and yeah, roll a joint. Yep. Yeah. So, and not have to feel like he's like, you know, use money irresponsibly. Right. right? And he's yeah. like the bougiest weed smoker normally ever on the face of the planet. But then he got three little boys. Right. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, so, totally. And every, everything changes like one day. You know, customers will come in, they'll they'll spend like $300 and the next day they're like, I need a $7 joint, you know? Yes. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's, it's really all that easy to predict. Like I do have some brands that are very popular, but um, they're all over the board in terms of price point, right? Like I have some top shelf brands that sell out. I have some mid shelf brands that sell out and I have some bottom shelf or economical brands that sell out consistently. And it's really like, just making all of those options available for your customers. It seems yeah. to keep them coming back. Right. Right. I read headset, I think put out a report recently that said that um, there are like three main things people decide on, on where they're going to buy their, their weed. The first is going to be location. 36% of people say like, it's literally just the closest one fair. Right. And then yeah. after that, it's selection and having like the product that they repeatedly buy. Those are the other two. It's like a bunch of options, but also specifically the one that I buy. And that's like, you know, 27, 20 ish percent of the next thing that makes people decide where to go. So not only do you need to have variety, but you need to consistently have the thing that people are coming after. And for for me, at least, it seems like it's like the CBN edibles, 
you got to have hair edibles from, from wild, the CBG ones, you got to have them. Like you should just never not have them. Yeah. The elderberry from them and the indica one from, from wild or from, um, green rev, their sleepy one. Yeah. Yeah. You just, those are the products that you should just always have on your shelf. And the M fused had the, uh, the sleep in and the tranquility Mm -hmm. and the Zenergy cartridges. Now they're in the disposable. Like those are three things that customers want to see on your shelf at all time. So keep them. But otherwise it's like, I don't know, I guess, what is the answer to Mitch's question in that scenario? It's like, it's, it's, minor cannabinoid ratios that people really care about. That's the answer. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> the one answer of the three Mitch. things you suggested. It's CBN. CBN is a sought after thing, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Let's see, what else? What is the extent that customers care about THC percentage at your shop? That's an interesting one too. So I feel like our customers, when I first started working there, cared a lot about THC. Mm-hmm. And then it's changed. So of course we have, you know, a dozen customers that absolutely refuse to buy a joint that's not somehow magically 50% THC and yeah. and it's okay. Yeah. And there's no convincing them that, that they no. can get just as high on some, and that's okay because it's okay to be right sometimes. And sometimes when someone comes in to buy a joint, all they need to be is right that day. And that's okay. Let them be right. Yeah. You know, let them yeah. have their day. Your battles. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to hurt you to let them buy an ex- a joint. <laughs> yeah. But I would say though, because we have repeatedly had excellent, excellent deals on um, joints that were lower THC mm-hmm. and anybody's willing to try something for two or $3. Yep. And we, kind of have slowly converted a lot of the customers to realizing that they can get just as high off something that's 1% lower. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That, you know, find your cannabinoid that works for you or find your terpene profile that works for you mm-hmm. and you won't need nearly as high THC numbers. Absolutely. Yeah. I think everybody, um, I mean, we, we are taught basically to look at the numbers that are on the label, but that doesn't even mean that those are the numbers that matter. Right. We don't even know there's 150 plus cannabinoids in these plants that we consume when we eat or smoke. And we don't know which ones are the important ones. It's like the the weed in Italy. They have a THC molecule, THCP, that is four times more powerful than the THC that we're used to in the States. And like, were they testing for that? No. Was the weed getting people high? Absolutely. Right, like, right. yeah, by our it was testing at thirteen percent, and like people were still getting ripped. Don't worry, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. it it is just it's experience. It's trying, you know, that pre roll that doesn't test that high. It's right. trying more strains to try and figure out, like you said, like which smells work with your body, which cannabinoid profiles work with your body. It's it's about dabbling for a little while unfortunately people don't always like to hear that they want to hear like oh you smoke this and you're good but that's not how it works and also over time that one's probably not going to work for you anymore like shift it around mix it up but mix it up mix it up i'm glad to get used to something yeah i'm glad to hear that your customers are receptive to that idea that thc numbers high thc numbers is not like the end all be all nice yeah um Okay. Very last question. We've been, we've been crushing it. We're almost at 30 minutes. I'm proud of us. What is something that you want to see changed in the Washington state I-502 industry? Uh, 
Well, I would like taxes to actually not be charged to medical customers. That would be great. Yeah. Like, not the 7% that is kind of not really, it's not, it, it's not even worth it. It's not worth yep. it at all to go through the drama that you have to, to get your medical card mm -hmm. for the 7% yeah. of taxes. So that's, that's my biggest thing that in the home grow, why can we, why do we have legal cannabis and we can't grow our own plants? Mm -hmm. or, or at it least has, have to be programmed into the state like system in order to grow those plants. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It yeah I sense. agree. It's like, if I have a prescription or if I have a recommend, a medical recommendation, sorry, we're not supposed to say prescription, <laughs> a medical recommendation for cannabis. Why is it so important that I then basically submit that medical rep recommendation, which is kind of a HIPAA violation to right. a group of people who are not medical people who are not doctors and whatnot to tell them that I'm going to grow a plant in my house. Mm -hmm. Like, why does that make sense? But I, I question why our state does a lot of things like that. It's like, right. why, you know, why we do a lot? Why do we test for mycotoxins and not like actually microbes that make us sick? Do you know what I Anyway. That would make too much well, sense. That's a totally, yeah. yeah. A lot of the things that we're still doing in the state don't make a lot of sense. And it's because we haven't had time to research them or like make better decisions about them. And it's because people aren't mindful about what uh what laws are being written you know like when it when we wrote the law about medical use like why did we say that people have to pay taxes in the first place on any of it like right. it's up you don't pay do you pay taxes on pills that you get from rite aid no. i don't know i don't even no. know the answer to that question no <laughs> you don't. Not? yeah okay I don't, so, I don't think so i used to think that it was illegal to tax food too but apparently it's not it's just not a thing that happens in washington yeah other states tax food yeah the tax tax food yeah but and we also subsidize food so it's this weird thing oh yeah. you know yeah so pay attention everyone vote <laughs> that's today by the way <laughs> yes please if you haven't voted and vote mindfully if you're not gonna vote mindfully just like don't fucking vote I don't think maybe that's a hot take, but <laughs> you don't want people just making vote on their ballots anymore. No more Christmas trees to fill in the blanks. Yeah, no, okay. no. Don't All just right. write me in for Supreme Court justice either. Okay. Like, I, don't, I don't need that. No. All right. You don't need that in your life. I promise. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to leave us with? Any, you know, final words or, or last sentiments? Anything at all you want to say? I'm, you know, don't forget your CBN, CBG. Let us have home grow. That would be awesome. Yeah. And that's about it. Come yeah. see us at High Point. We're a really fun shop. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to come down for sure. I love to. I'm excited to throw out ground on the new building. So yeah, that's going to be so exciting. So exciting. Yes. Well, Maria, thank you so much for being on. Um, we are exactly on time. So Mitch, uh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> thank you for everyone for signing in. This is the North American Weed Tour. No, but yeah, it is North American Weed Tour now. It used to be the Northwest Weed Tour. That's why it messes me up. Sorry. North American Weed Tour, season two, episode 29. Please, if you have the time, like, follow, subscribe, all things Respect My Region. We love to put out information. We love to host people like Maria here. So interesting, have a unique perspective on the market. Um, and everybody, you know, have a wonderful day. Please get out and vote and check in with me on Thursday for the Grow and Tell podcast. I'll be back here. Uh, thanks, Maria. <laughs>
Have a great rest of your day, everyone.